blessed Sunday to all of you, dear friends. You are tuned in to OLMC Sunday Best. This is a sharing of the Bible study group from the parish of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, Wan Chai, Hong Kong. Join us now in reflecting on this Sunday's liturgy for our life's nourishment. Good day, brothers and sisters. We are into the third blessed Sunday of Easter. Let's greet our Lord with the sign of the cross in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We recite the collect together. May we are people and children of the Lord God, infuse of spirit, so that rejoicing now in the restored glory of our adoption, we may look forward in confident hope. To the rejoicing of the day of resurrection. Through the Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Name of the Father, and of the Son, Holy Spirit. For those of you who are joining us online, uh, we are reading from the first reading, is from taken from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2. Verses 14, 22 to 33. The second reading is from the letter of St. Peter, chapter 1, verses 17 to 21. A very beautiful gospel according to Luke, chapter 24, 13 to 35. And just by the way of introductions, last week we spoke about doubting St. Thomas. And the grace of God was that he wasn't harsh on Thomas. He was very forgiving and very patient, despite the fact that uh, Thomas had his doubts. This week, we are looking for Jesus. Are we looking and expecting him in the right way? So the third Sunday research continues to focus on the resurrection. And we see that it's not always what we expect. So both the disciples of Jesus and the Israelites of the day, they had a rather specific view. Uh, of what the resurrection would be like, and probably our thoughts as well. And through this resurrection, Jesus dramatically revises and modifies these hopes and expectations, giving us, his followers, a glimpse of what God intended and prepared for them. With that, we'll start with the first reading. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and proclaim, you who are Jews, indeed all of you staying in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to my words. You who are Israelites, hear these words. Jesus the Nazarene was a man commended to you by God with mighty deeds, wonders, and signs, which God worked through him in your midst, as you yourselves know. This man, delivered up by the set plan and foreknowledge of God, you killed, using lawless men to crucify him. But God raised him up, releasing him from the throes of death, because it was impossible for him to be held by it. For David says of him, I saw the Lord forever before me. With him at my right hand, I shall not be disturbed. Therefore, my heart has been glad and my tongue has been exalted. My flesh, too, will dwell in hope 
because you will not abandon my soul to the netherworld, nor will you suffer your body, your Holy One, to see corruption. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. My brothers, one can confidently say to you about the patriarch David, that he died and was buried, and his tomb is in our midst to this day. But since he was a prophet and knew that God had sworn an oath to him that he would set one of his descendants upon his throne, he foresaw and spoke of the resurrection of Christ, that neither was he abandoned to the netherworld, nor did his flesh see corruption. God raised this Jesus. Of this we were all witnesses. Exalted at the right hand of God, he received the promise of the Holy Spirit from the Father and poured him forth as you see and hear. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. One question first. Do you notice that throughout the time of Esther, we are reading from, that the first reading is always from the Acts yes, of, of the Apostles. apostles yeah. Very different from during the year. But Easter time, the whole of Easter time, we are reading from the Acts mm -hmm. of the Apostles. Because it is like uh, hearing the history mm -hmm. of the uh, Holy Spirit acting now in the lives of the first Christians. Right. This is like the church history, you know, the Acts of mm -hmm. the Apostles. And so in our uh, reading today, we're reading chapter 2, and we hear Peter doing, and this is his speech. This one is very important because it's like a summary. Mm. You notice here the summary, no? Uh, giving the what happened to Jesus, which we will hear also in the gospel. Jesus Nazarene was a man commended to you by God with mighty deeds, wonders, and signs. This will be repeated in the gospel. Okay. And then this man delivered up by the set plan and foreknowledge of God, you killed using mm -hmm. lawless man to crucify him. So the crucifixion, okay, the life and then the death, the crucifixion and death. But God raised him up, releasing him from the throes of death. And this is the beautiful line, really, at the middle, because it was impossible for him to be held by it. The middle part is really the, the part of the resurrection. Uh, Jesus, though he died, cannot stay dead because it is it was impossible for him to be held by it. And then the next the next part is like a reinterpretation. Um, it is a re reinterpretation because now we go back to the Old Testament. David says of him, you know, which we will also repeat in the responsorial psalm. We will sing this in the psalm. And so on. I saw the Lord ever before. Who is this Lord? So practically, Peter is saying that this could not be David. Okay? Because he says, uh, the patriarch David has died, was buried. His tomb is in our midst. But since he was a prophet and knew that God had sworn an oath to him that he would set one of his descendants, who is the descendants? One of the titles of Christ is what? The son of David. Yes. Okay, so descendant of David. So practically he is rereading here the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. you know? It's not, 
we're saying we are in the New Testament, the Acts of the Apostles, but we know that what we're having now is a re review, but a reinterpretation of the right. Old Testament. Okay, and uh, this theme of reinterpretation will also be seen in the gospel today when Jesus will reinterpret what the disciples experienced, no? the death and the resurrection of Christ. And so I guess one of the other things that I would like to point out, out here is the, the theme of hope. Hmm? Uh, there. My flesh too will dwell in hope because you will not abandon my soul to the netherworld nor will you suffer your Holy One to see corruption. Uh, the, the theme of hope is very important on the third Sunday. If, if the theme of faith was very important in the second Sunday, because of, was that? Thomas? Uh -huh. Okay. The theme of hope will be uh, zoomed in because of the two disciples in Emmaus who were really downcast. Okay. They think, they thought everything was over. So they're going back to where they began. So maybe we can go immediately to that gospel, which is quite long. No? Yeah. And then let us see the continuation of okay. this. But, uh, I, I think we should also, uh, I, I would like to stress also the effect of the uh, Holy Spirit in the, yes, yes, the, in the apostles. I mean, Peter was uh, totally transformed. Mm -hmm. All right. I mean, he was a fisherman. He was uh, timid. He, uh, he he tried to to boast himself, and then I will I'll die for you, etc. Et and then he then turned and I right, All right. So now suddenly he he he's able to to, right. to be bold and is not afraid of anything else. I mean, the, the change is wonderful. Furthermore, he how could he be so you know knowledgeable about those sounds? Come on. And then, uh, no, no, not simply knowing the sound, but make use of it to prove this mm -hmm. is amazing. I mean, with this short period of time, he is transformed into another person. Thank you for that, because actually the, the Acts of the Apostles is not only a history of the life of the first disciples, but also the the history of the work of the Holy Spirit. Exactly, the work of the Holy, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. They said even this should be called oh, not only Acts of the Apostles, but Acts of the Holy Spirit. Yes. <laughs> From mm. the beginning to the end. No? Okay, so... Do, do, you want us, do you want to help us with the Gospel, please? Okay. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. That very day, the first day of the week, Two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus, and they were conversing about all the things that had, ha that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped, looking downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, said to him in reply, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know of the things that had taken place there in these days? He replied to them, What sort of things? 
they said to him, The things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to be sentenced to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since it took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed... Sorry. Did not find his body. That they came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the woman had described, but him they did not see. And as, and he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, how slow of heart to believe all that the prophet spoke. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on farther. But they urged him, stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And it happened that while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they found gathered together the eleven and those with them, who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to us, to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he was made known to them by the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, as, as a teacher myself, I mean, Jesus shows the proper way to teach. I mean, how he is able to you know, arouse the motivation. He knew everything. And yet, he pretend to be, you know, ignorant. Hey, what what happened? <laughs> and then, uh, so they, they they start, you know, talking about, okay, ba 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 ba, and then what the the uh, expectation, what they uh, the intention, and 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 their desires and everything. Um, however, it's, they obviously it shows that you know they put the um, the wrong foot, you know, ahead because. Uh, it, no, they totally misunderstood uh, the mission of Jesus. So they, they have their own expectation, they anticipate things that, well, it's not according to God's plan. So just like last time, I mean, last week is, is, is um, Thomas. You know, Thomas expects something. Okay, I need proof. I need evidence in order to, to, to believe that, you know, the Lord has risen. So we 
we have our own limitations and our limitations uh, and then we, we set down these kind of rules and then if we follow these, we are certain, we have confidence that oh, this is the thing. But, you know, God works in his own way, in his uh, freedom. He can is able to work anything. So we must prepare for things that's unexpected. So in the most unexpected way, you don't expect a stranger uh, to take over. What, 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 what did I mean? For example, they invite Jesus to, to stay behind. Okay, mm-hmm. to stay behind. Oh, it's already late. It's dark. It's no point walking ahead. Well, oh, come, stay with us. So they extend their hospitality. But instead of uh, enjoying their hospitality, Jesus took over. <laughs> when they were at table, I mean, he, he, he's supposed to be the guest, right? No. He took the bread, <laughs> broke it, and suddenly he he became the host. He's not a guest. And then he vanished. So we have to come surrender. (laughs) So the same same experience like that of Thomas. Thomas expect these, I want these, I want these, but no, you will not you will not get it like this. Okay, it's Elsewhere that you should look for. The same happens to these uh, uh, two disciples. For us nowadays, I, I think, okay, it's already Easter, okay? Are we able to look for Jesus elsewhere? Look at, uh, look, look to the places that's the most unexpected. He may be there. I am trying also to link it to the first reading, like uh, Peter reinterpreting the figure of David, the son of David. Mm -hmm. And here you have uh, Jesus reinterpreting the prophets said here, starting from Moses. So I'm thinking also maybe in our lives, things can happen and we can have one interpretation. But then if you put in the eyes of faith, maybe there is another interpretation. Like if something bad happens to you, no? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you said, it's totally bad. It's really, it's hopeless, etc. But then you think it over and you said, no, something good came out of it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what's happening in the mass. <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I make two terrible mistakes. We're having having the serving of the body and blood of Christ now in the parish. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, we want to go back to the book of events. Yes, yes. So, you know, uh, things can happen when, like, they're going to say, this is new, the first time in this parish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, You came in during the COVID time, that's why. So, anyway, I'm, I'm thinking... One of uh, resurrection experiences like that, it's uh, opening your eyes to a new interpretation. Yeah. Things that we have never seen before. Yes, because it's very difficult to, to understand resurrection. Yeah. You know, and uh, experiences of death, experiences of... Like, like somebody interpreted also, no? uh, the two disciples, he, he, the way he says it, these disciples are already 
former disciples because they're already yeah, fleeing. Yeah, they have given up. They're already going away from Jerusalem. So it says he tried in the direction of Emmaus, known in Roman times as Nicopolis, Victory City. Emmaus is Victory City because they were in sore need of victory. <laughs> and they didn't realize that they were walking with the victorious one alongside them. But they needed a new, uh, a new way of looking at their experience. So this stranger that came uh, beside them was giving them hope. The one who really raised in in very unexpected ways, you can already said, in the way that uh, they did not expect, but at the same time, it was a sure proof that he was the one because they recognized it at yes. the breaking of the bread, and that, that's why this uh, mass story is used as a template for the mass. Mm, yes, the first part is like the liturgy of the word yeah, yeah. explanation yes. and the second part is the liturgy of the eucharist the breaking of the bread yeah. and so it's a it's a very beautiful template of the faith yeah. and if you put in there so the mass is really the resurrection story passion death and resurrection yeah. of christ is the whole paschal mystery so we did the sunday mass okay we, we experience an encounter with the Lord. Now, these two disciples encountered the Lord. They, at first, they didn't recognize him, not until he broke the bread. But you have to sort of think, too. I mean, the Lord was asked, in a way, of all disciples and people who believed in Christ with his death, and then, you know, they weren't witnesses to the resurrection. You know, a lot was called upon them. And they were, of course, very confused and very upset. So it is a remarkable... And that is where the Holy Spirit comes in. Yes, exactly. The Holy Spirit really is the the necessary interpreter for us. us. You know, how many people could believe without seeing? I mean, it's a lot to ask. That's right. So... So I think with that, um, our understanding and our recognition and our perceptions of Christ needs to change mm-hmm. with Easter, with a resurrected Christ, uh, Christ's understanding um, in this amazing miracle is not easy to understand. But now that he has come into our midst, um, it's also important to see how we should appease him. Uh, just by the way of introduction to the second reading, uh, back that time when Peter 1 was written, a lot of people believe that uh, gods were to be pleased by offering money and performing sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And the aim was to appease angered gods and to secure favors. So, so that, that, does that sound familiar to a lot of, uh, <laughs> yes. to a lot of, uh, let's say, people. So, to bless them with obviously a maternal a material prosperity and security. But let's listen to what God is looking for us to do now that he's resurrected. A reading from the letter of St. Paul, St. Peter. Beloved, if you invoke as father him who judges impartially according to each one's works, 
Conduct yourself with reverence during the time of your sojourning, realizing that you were ransomed from your futile conduct, handed on by your ancestors, not with perishable things like silver or gold, but with precious blood of Christ as of a spotless and blemished lamb. He was known before the foundations of the world, but revealed in the final time for you, who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. The word of the Lord. Thank you, dear God. So the author of the letter shows us how different Christian faith is. Uh, offering silver, gold, or the blood of animals achieve nothing. But it's rather the reconciliation with God uh, was accomplished by self-sacrifice of Christ, who died on, died for us on the cross. But the only expectation of Christ is for us to follow his teaching. It's as simple as that. So again, set your expectations and see Christ in the right way, and you will receive his grace. Yeah, that, that line there, Patrick, the second line actually in the reading, conduct yourselves with reverence during the time of your journey. So I guess uh, that that is the challenge. How do you do that? How do we conduct ourselves with reverence during this time of our journey? Uh, there, there's the theme, the recurring theme of journey, the way mm-hmm. we are on the journey here on Earth. Mm-hmm. But how do we conduct ourselves in the world? I mean, most of the time, most of the time, we we feel guilty, we feel that we are losers, things like that. So the the gospel narrative of the Amus, uh Console us, support us, telling us that Jesus, uh, you know, doesn't mind, you know, having us, even when we were losers, sinners, you know, things like that. And so this journey, it, it, well, yeah, returning to the, the point of victory. Okay, it is. Um, Jesus did not build an uh, invincible army. <laughs> the soldiers were, <laughs> you know, it doesn't look like a soldier at all. It not like, like, yeah. Um, in the, of course, I mean, according to the secular value. And, and so, um, well, we just go on <laughs> and see what we, we, we can achieve. Uh, it's impossible to be, I mean, it's impossible not to be humble because when you look at, you know, the, the mistakes you made, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all those uh, frustrations and all these things, I mean, just like what uh, St. Paul said in his uh, letters, I mean, you, you have nothing to pose on yourself, nothing. Can, can we also add one point there of uh, the mission? Let's say from the, the calling for us while we should journey here right, is that we may also be able to uh, not only set our faith and hope 
in God, but also announce that to others. Mm -hmm. Because even in the gospel reading, the end of the reading is they return to Jerusalem. Yeah. They, I mean, it was night, no? But yes. as soon as they recognized Jesus, they returned to Jerusalem. They did not wait. And then there they found 11 already. Right. You know, the Jesus' yeah. translocation. Yeah. Also yeah, they 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 left and brought daylight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And then it's already yeah. done. Now we have to rush back. <laughs> yes. Uh, I guess that that is part of the resurrection thing. That it's supposed to fill us with energy. No? So there's faith, hope, but then also the joy, the energy that that we receive. And I can really say that it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> after after the I mean reading this one and knowing how despondent these two disciples yeah. are, it is it is amazing what changed yeah. the resurrection. As Deacon uh, already said, in the life of, of uh, Peter, yeah. in the life of the apostles, yeah. how they have been changed. Yeah, if, I mean. The- People will change. The point is, I mean, other people might be impatient. They cannot wait for you to change. They will give you time. Right. They expect you to change instantly. Oh, my God. It takes time to change. (laughs) They said that it's better to to teach the animal and easily be changed. Because the animals is only by conditioning. <laughs> you give them the food and they will follow. That's right. <laughs> no, no, this is true. One of the proof, uh, there's no body. I mean, they were looking for the body of Christ, the, the corpse. Mm-hmm. But there is none. Actually, what we have is really more of the bodies of Christ. We no? mm. we're supposed to to show that he is really alive. I mean, the change, the resurrection experience is not so much on finding the living body of Christ as it was in the past. Mm. Because it's not a resuscitation. But really, uh, Christ being transformed now in the life of his disciples. Mm. So I guess that is the thing for us now. I mean, at least for me, that is the, the challenge of this gospel, you know? this uh, liturgy. How, how do I want to show that I believe in the resurrection by my sense of hope? You know? When things are not going easy. When there are so many signs of death. You know, you, you listen to the news and read the Mamma Mia, I said. Yeah. War in Sudan, war in Ukraine. Yeah, I said, what is this, no? Yeah. And and even Jerusalem. Yes. The place where he rose. No? Wow. It's not free from from war and wow. among the people where he lived. So yeah. I said, well, how, how do we bring hope to this this reality? Okay. I mean, to answer your first question, in terms of uh, reverence during the time of your sojourning or your journey, I think one 
obvious one is the carrying of the cross, right? Because that is what that what it, that it would, that is what uh, Jesus did, and we should carry our mm-hmm. cross. And practically, what does that mean? It doesn't mean that oh, you know, okay, I've got a lot to uh, do, I've got a lot of uh, stress, then you know, I should bear with it. No, it's beyond that. It's to help others. And that's the meaning of carrying of the cross. Where others need help, you go and offer your help. I think that's that's a thing, one of the most important things that um uh, uh from that that my takeaway in terms of uh reverence during the time of your my journey uh towards God, following his uh teachings. Um the other one that comes into my mind is during the time of Lent, there was a reading where Jesus asked this woman for water mm-hmm. and he was That's tired. Funny. Obviously, um, you know, she doesn't have much to give, but so she, she yeah, but she, she gave it to him. So the lesson there for me was that to give, even when you don't have anything to give, to empty yourself out for Christ, meaning to empty yourself for yourself out to help others who are in need. So I think those are the ways, those are the things that uh, Christ is asking us to do. And I mean, for me, that's uh, left a fairly deep impression in my mind in terms of his teachings. Yes. Anybody? Anybody else would like to share? Perfect. Yes. Um, despite when, the, when they invited Jesus to, to pray with them and they opened their eyes when they yeah, recognized Jesus. Well, I connect this to, to what you said about the about Saint Peter that he he was full of Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So, is when when the Spirit is coming to us, do we need to call them or just instantly they will come to us? You just because invoke? we feel that we would like for the seven gifts. And there are 12 fruits. So maybe in that way we can feel that oh, I think the spirit is in me because I am generous, I am kind, I am loving to others like that. But is is the spirit will really instantly even we will call him? Because we are prayers, we say, Oh, call the Holy Spirit. Before we start, have to call the Holy Spirit. So do we really need to do it? To call? The, the Holy Spirit is more difficult to Control. <laughs> you, of course, you can only you can only call upon him. Come, Holy Spirit. But you cannot control him because you know he knows where he wants. So um, again, you know, just like the, what we we when we try to do the what Lexo Divina stage one, two, three, four. The fourth one is called contemplation. It's a kind of Union with her. It's, it's a grace of God. You cannot, okay, now I finished the first three, now I am in contemplation. No way. You cannot control this. Yes. The point, Marifa, is that you, uh, we open ourselves yes. to the power of the Spirit. It's not that we uh, clamor for Him and by hope for You know, it's a, it's a control. It's a, we are no, he, he takes the control. For example, when you read the gospel, it says the Holy Spirit urges Jesus to go into the wilderness. You know, okay, after after baptism, 
Where, where did our, our, our military ties go? They go to change. The Holy Spirit wants you to go to the wilderness. <laughs> they go to change. They go to change. <laughs> now, of, of course, they have to because they are all wet. Oh, yeah. This was last Sunday. Yeah, but wait a minute. Okay, where is the wilderness? Ah, it's, you may not expect it, but it it, it, it it just happened there. Then you you appreciate, you understand. Okay, here is the place of testing. It's a challenge. It's a temptation, and you know. But God is here. Accompany me. In particular, Jesus Christ. He went through forty days patiently, praying without food. So he definitely is there. So you find him, find him there. Yeah. You will be. I mean, allow the the Holy Spirit to ding, and then okay, ah, you wake up. <laughs> but no, not that dramatic. <laughs> yeah, you you will see this. You definitely will, will, will see this. Ah, so we need to to have the kind of habit to look back. Yes, remember. Yes. Yeah, reflection. Yeah, I have. When we call the during prayers, because most of the prayer have to call first the Holy Spirit to seal our thoughts. Yes, yes. It is also yes, because practically, as Saint Paul said, no, in the letter to the Romans, we do not know how to pray. It's the Holy Spirit who prays in us. We do not really know how to pray. But try to see it when when you start to silence yourself, all the things clear. <laughs> Again, again, St. Paul said, our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. So uh, the Holy Spirit is supposed to be, you know, already staying inside. Are you there? Are you still there? Yeah, we're not. No, 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 no. no. Are you sleeping? No, of course not. I mean, the Holy Spirit will not sleep. Okay, so where are you? Okay, I just go to have a walk. I'll come back. We have to activate him. <laughs> uh, <just> like, <laughs> he's there, but uh, we are not there. He is there, but we are not there. I think, actually, this is a great example of today's reading. Um, Christ, the Holy Spirit. Um, it's not like the liver root. It's like, okay, Holy Spirit, come. Okay, I'm here. Okay, God, uh, Jesus is here. Mary's here. I want to pray for St. Peter. Peter, are you present? <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not going to start my prayers. But when you're actually praying, God is already there. Yes. When you're praying, Christ is already listening. Uh, I think that's that's the that's the idea. I think the the two on the road, they were expecting, oh, if Jesus is amongst us, you know, Everything would be sunshine, <laughs> you know. It, it, we we wouldn't be worried like this. Uh, mm. You know, the uh, Romans would be killed. Uh, we wouldn't be suffering. It, it, it's not like that. I think God is telling us He's coming to you whenever you call for Him. And yeah. also, think of the times when He's actually there, but you didn't recognize Him, and you ignored Him. That's when we are not supposed to be doing what we are supposed to. So I have I have some keywords here, no? Mm -hmm. uh, after listening and also reading other inputs, so one is remember, remember, no? remember that he is already present in us. Mm -hmm. But then also the need to look again 
I even just to let myself remember, <laughs> receive, look again, so that you can yeah. recognize. Huh? And then we interpret. Mm. We interpret. Of course, when the spirit is there, he will be the one to help us look deeply and see the real meaning. And then follows all the the rest of the the rest of the process is discern. No? Because you have to you have to choose from so yes. many discerns. So believe and yes. then the mission to be sent, not to, to share. And I guess these things are also all in the prayer, the sum that we are uh, praying as the last part of our sharing now, no? uh, to let God really be part of us. And remember his presence among us. So with that, we'll recite the response to our song together. Lord, Lord you will show us your path of life. Keep me, O God, for you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, my Lord are you. O Lord, my allotted portion and my cup. And you give it to hold fast, my Lord. I bless the Lord who counsels me, even in the night my heart exalts me. I set the Lord ever before me, with him at my right hand, I shall not be disturbed. Therefore, my heart is glad, and my soul rejoices. By the glory too, abides in confidence, because you will not abandon my soul to the nether world. Nor will you suffer your faithful one to undergo corruption. You will show me the path of life, abounding joy in your presence, the delights at your right hand forever. Lord, you will show us the path of life. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. The almighty and merciful God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to OLMC Sunday Best. Please join us again next week for another episode. Have a blessed Sunday, everyone.